Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. And I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to life tips? Well, then. Welcome aboard. Do me a favor. Hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. If you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. All right, then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review, and also leave a five-star rating, because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. Is it possible to focus on the present and the future at the same time? Yes, it is. And here's how you do it. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. Okay, so you've all heard of the word priority, right? Well, what is priority? What is the definition of priority? 
Here it is. The definition of priority is the fact or condition of being regarded or treated as more important. Priorities is the plural noun for priority. In other words, it's about focus, right? Right. Most of the time, we're taught growing up that it's important to focus on the future. Once you get into high school and you cross over from eighth grade into ninth grade, the focus automatically becomes the future. In other words, people will tell you, if you're a ninth grader listening to this right now, people will tell you that it's important to focus on your grades now because when you get to senior year, your grades will determine what school or schools, plural, will accept you into their programs. And it will also determine where you end up when it comes to colleges. Also, if you're in ninth grade listening to this right now, I can tell you right now that when it comes to the future, you will constantly be asked, where do you see yourself in five years? No matter when you, no matter whether it's ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, or 12th grade, you will always be asked, where do you see yourself in five years? And even in the workforce, you will still be asked, where do you see yourself in five years? Because employers will want to know, are you going to be with us for the future and not just right now? The future matters. Well, we'll talk about that in part two. In part one, I want to pose to you that thinking about the present and the future at the same time is not wrong. And I'm going to start off with this. Why is it important to focus on right now and what's right in front of you? Since priorities are always brought up in conversation specifically when it comes to adulting. I can tell you right now that throughout my journey of adulting, the topic of priorities has been brought up time and time again, and more specifically in the dating world. When you're in the dating world, and this is for you young adults who are listening right now who are dating someone right now, whether you're starting out dating or whether you are further along in the process, regardless, people are always going to tell you to focus on your priorities while you are dating. But I'm here to tell you that it's possible to focus on both. The present matters because what you do in the present 
does affect the future. So, when it comes to focusing on what's going on right now, I'm not going to tell you to focus on the usual things. Because the reality is that the usual things that adults have to go through are always going to be there. And every adult focuses on the usual things 100% of the time, regardless of what other people think about where their focus currently lies. Example number one, bills. Every young adult has bills. We all focus on our bills. There comes a day where we pay our bills. But that focus is never lost because in the back of our subconscious, we know that we have to pay the bills that we are responsible for paying. And we are going to do that by way of using the checks that come from our jobs. So if someone comes and tells you, you need to focus on your priorities, that's stupid and don't listen to them. Why? Because if you are already focused on your priorities and you already have a plan in place for putting your priorities in their rightful spot when it comes to allocating your money, then you don't have to worry about focusing on your priorities because when the check hits your bank account, you will automatically know which bills to start paying first, second, third, fourth, etc., etc. You will not need to focus on that because it's already been taken care of ahead of time. That's why auto pay is so immersive and key in the world of young adult life because as many bills as you can put on auto pay where they just take the money out, the better because then all you have to do is make sure that there is money available in your bank account for them to take and put towards the bill. So that's number one. And honestly, that's it. Because that's the biggest priority for most young adults when it comes to this life. Now, let's bring it back to the context of dating. If you are dating and your significant other is making money and you are making money as well, then you don't have to focus on your priorities because you know that your significant other is doing the exact same thing, which goes back to what I was saying about bills and auto pay. If most of your bills are on auto pay and most of her bills are on auto pay, then guess what? As you date each other, you don't have to worry about your responsibilities because the money will just come out on specific days and your bills will be taken care of. That's basically it. There was a time in my dating life where I was making money and she wasn't. 
Yet and still, the focus was on us and not what we were going through in the moment because what we were going through in the moment was already taken care of. Now we both work and now we both have income coming in on a consistent basis. So the bills at the end of the month are already covered ahead of time. So that means that since we don't have to bog our minds down about the bills that come out at the end of the month, the focus can stay specifically on us. The present and the future can be worked on and thought about at the same time. Because what you're doing in the present takes care of the responsibilities of the present, which means you can stay focused on the present. Which means if you and your significant other have a date coming up, focus on going out on the date with your significant other and enjoying his or her or her company regardless of who pays if you're in a long distance then focus on the next time you're going to be able to see your significant other which for me is coming up very soon for Memorial Day. So I'm still able to focus on what's coming in the future from Memorial Day because the job that I have and just started is going to be here for the rest of the year. And in the insurance world, nine times out of 10, you will be given a specific set of opportunities to get your license if you don't have it already. Most licensing courses last for two and a half months. So that's ample time to get through, what, 15 chapters? And if you're lucky and in a blessed situation, you could be in a potential scenario where if you're given three opportunities or four opportunities to complete said course, you're essentially given a six-month time period to get licensed, meaning that you have job security for six months so long as you work hard to get the license. But if you have it embedded in your mind, like I do, that it won't take six months for you to get said license, the job security will still be there. And then when you get licensed in the first couple weeks or month of the job, then you will be in a better scenario than you would if you waited later in the coming months. Again, the future and the present can be worked on simultaneously when the present is set up where everything that you have to do priorities-wise is already taken care of and you do not have to fret about 
the present. I'm going to be fine. The present is being worked on as we speak. So what is it about the future that requires focus that you can do both at the same time and not worry about the present, but put more effort into the future. That is coming in part two after the commercial break. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest, Tiva Goat. From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful we got your back so come check us out on anchor fm and almost all streaming platforms using the name powerfully comma black and excellent without the e we drop new episodes every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not listening to us what are you doing The future can be worked on in the present with what you are going through right now because the present is already being set up where you do not have to worry about what's going on right now, but rather you can live in what's going on right now. And when you live in the present and you don't focus on the present as much, that leaves you time to focus on the future. Now, what does that actually mean? Going back to the example of dating. When you're dating and the two of you are working and paying bills, your present is already taken care of. So therefore, the two of you can be focused on the love that you have for each other in the present, but also in the future. So by virtue of, again, me being in the insurance world again and having job security for the near future, guess what? Bills and apartment are covered for the present, which means the future does not have to be 
worried about as much. And praise God that I have a caring, loving woman that is willing to rock with me during the craziness until I get into a stable future. The craziness is over. The last eight months of my life have been absolute craziness. Rideshare has gotten me through. However, the next couple of months moving forward are not going to be crazy, but rather they're going to be peacefully difficult. And when I say peacefully difficult, here's what I mean by that. Because of the job security, I'm not going to have to worry about having money for the present. My focus instead will be how to make year two of dating better than year one of dating has been thus far, a.k.a. the future. Because again... The guys are totally in control. I have a friend, and I do believe that my friend is listening to this podcast right now. If you are, hello, Jordan. That's my man's. We go way back. However, Jordan has done something that I have yet to do. Not bad. Okay. When I reconnected with my man's Jordan a couple weeks ago at the young adult ministry of his church, we caught up. Now, I do believe that I remember Jordan from a past life. I just didn't know it was him, and I ended up reconnecting with him anyway. However, the biggest thing about my guy is that we are young. We are roughly around the same age, but the difference between the two of us is that he is engaged and on the pathway towards getting married to his fiance. And this is after nearly two years of them being together. Why is that significant? It's significant because your boy is going into year two of dating this summer. So, what happens with one person does not dictate what happens with you. However, what happens with one person can heavily influence your thinking and your thought process regarding what happens with you and regarding the future. And since the majority of guys, when it comes to gender roles, 
are in charge of when to pop the question, when to ask for said woman's hand in marriage, we are told when to do that by God. Or if you're not a believer, you just pick a time and a day to do both. Asking for the blessing and then proposing. Nine times out of ten, however, most of those moments come in between year two, three, etc., etc. So with me approaching year two of dating with my significant other this summer, I have to have this in the back of my mind that it happened to my dude and it happened to 90% of dudes that I know personally who have gotten engaged since the start of the year. I am next. So I need to be prepared for the future. So in addition to everything that I'm going through right now, the future is still on my mind. The future is, how do I make year two of dating better than year one was? Then there are smaller things like friendship. I put a Facebook post up not too long ago saying that I am finally making new friends in the area of the world that I live in. So in addition to how do I make year two of dating better than year one of dating was, the secondary thing that I have to ask myself is how do I create a social circle where I have real connection with people outside of my significant other. And when I say real connection, I'm talking about friends that go skydiving, bungee jumping, golf courses, basketball courts, traveling together on road trips where you stack four or five people together in a car and you drive somewhere and you split the driving time and you split the gas. Things like that. Now, that's a little bit easier said than done than making year two of dating better than year one was. But let me give you a quick example of what I'm talking about from that angle. Year one of dating For moi, if you were to ask me, I would tell you it was great, but it was also absolutely terrible when it comes to me. Overall, it was great, but in detail, it was terrible because everything that I thought about doing when I was single and was not dating anyone 90% of that did not happen during year one. Instead, what happened during year one was back-to-back craziness that came out of my life that impacted the current timeline. 
And the number one thing that I did not get to do consistently was spoil my lady. It's all well and good to have romantic chemistry. It's all well and good to have mental chemistry. It's all well and good to have conversational chemistry. But it's not good when only you are going through back-to-back craziness and you cannot seem to slow that down. It's supposed to be like this. You go through a little bit of crazy and then you have a period of peace. That is what happened to my lady during the first bits and pieces of our relationship. It was rough for her, but then it was great for me. Now the tables have completely turned. It's rough for me But it's great for her, and she doesn't have to worry nearly as much as I have had to worry for the last eight months of our relationship. But now I'm coming out of that, and I don't have to worry about anything. So we can both now finally come around a peaceful set of circumstances because... I have job security and she has job security, so there will not be any more panicking or freaking out on my end because everything in the present will be taken care of just like everything in her present is taken care of, which allows her to focus in on us. I will be able to focus in on us a little bit more. And my focus will go straight towards how in the world are you going to improve year two for the both of you so that when you go throughout the second year of dating, you will be at a place where you can actually pop the question in the near future. We're already doing that now. And that is where the life tips come in handy. If you want to be able to balance the present with the future, you need to do a few things. Write this down. Number one, you need to make sure that the present is taken care of. Number two, you need to make sure that there are measures in place for the future that will not mess up your overall chemistry. What do I mean by that? Well, we have started doing something that 90% of God-fearing couples do. 90% of God-fearing couples have a married couple accountability set up. If you're single, you might want to write this down. When you get into a relationship with someone, it is highly advised by me that you have a married couple advising you throughout the relationship so that you two are not just going at it 
alone. That way, you will not have as many fights and disagreements in the future because all those little details can be fleshed out by the married couple who has been there and experienced more than the two of you, which will help change the mindset of yourself and your significant other when it comes to the day-to-day things that cause fights, disagreements, and problems. Number three, and this is the one that I'm going to do, and I highly recommend it for the guys. Number three, you need to come up with a way to make sure that you put in effort in the future and not leave the effort putting to her all the time. It would be a lot easier if we were not long distance, but we are, so I have to work a little bit harder. But even in working a little bit harder, I have to make sure that when she comes here and when I go there, we are not doing boring things all the time. It's all well and good to do free stuff. It's all well and good to chill. But if that's all you do and there's nothing spicing up the bond, that is not good. So I'm going to have to suggest that we play games more. That'll be fun because we're competitive people. I'm going to have to suggest that we go on walks to the park, go to the beach, different things like that. Go to water parks, go to amusement parks, things that are not stupid expensive, but that are still doable for us to enjoy life out there in the world as a couple And then in the future, later down the line, when we've gotten a little bit more established, vacation. I have wanted to go on a vacation for God knows how long. I have thought in my single season, how many times have I thought about it? I don't know. But I have thought in my single season, what would it be like to go on a vacation with Bay, pay for a trip, drive, or pay for a flight, and then go together, stay, and come back at a particular time. I have not done that. I want to do that, and I'm going to try my best to make that happen amongst the sea of other things that I plan on doing during year two to make sure that I am putting in effort and that she is not pulling the majority of the strings because concept-wise, it is not good for you to be the guy and not put in as much effort into the relationship as the woman that will cause major 
problems. The future matters just as much as the present. But since the present is already worked on, the future can be cared about just a tiny bit more, which leads to the very last point, And then we're done. When it comes to the future, and again, this goes back to my guy, Jordan, shut up, Siri. I am not talking to you, Siri, right now. I am recording a podcast episode. When it comes to the future, thank you, my man, Jordan. Again, remember, he engaged himself and his significant other in a proposal after two years. I'm not saying that I'm going to propose during year two. It's possible. But if it does go that way, where I have the ability and I have the wherewithal and I have the desire to propose during year two, this is what I have to do that 90% of guys who are thinking about this have to do. If you're listening and you're a guy, take notes right now because you will have to do this. I've talked about this plenty of times in previous podcast episodes. If you're going to make that leap and ask your woman to marry you, obviously how you propose and how you set up the proposal matters. You have to get her girlfriends to distract her and set up the proposal with everyone there who matters the most in her life primarily. Have some people from your life there, but have the majority of people there from her life. Get her girlfriends to distract you. Bada bing, bada boom. That part is self-explanatory. However, the other part of it goes back to what my man Jordan said, and that comes when you are both on the same page about the future. I don't know when that's going to happen. Don't ask me when. I do not know. But what I do know is that at some point, our visions are going to align. And when they do align, that is going to be the green light from God. Get the ring. I don't know when that's going to happen in the future, but I can tell you right now that the funding for said ring will be there. Write that down, fellas. The funding for said ring must be there. Do not get a crap ring. Make sure that joint is real and has carrots on top of carrots. And that it's in your budget and you can afford it. But don't cheapen that joint out. Don't be like that chick that got married and that she bought a $47 dress on Shein and her wedding was mostly inexpensive and they made their guests pay for everything. Don't be like that couple. No. Do it your way, but do it the way that it's supposed to be in light of your mindset and what you know your woman likes. So for me, that means that as I focus on the future, I have a job security. 
I've got the whip. The place is coming. So in the future, when it comes to the proposal, all I have to do is make sure that we are in sync to the point where the green light from above hits my brain. And that is going to depend on how well we continue to be committed to what we said we were going to be for each other. If you can keep that commitment down packed, then the future will be prosperous, dope, amazing, and lit. The future and the present can be worked on simultaneously. You just have to curate your mindset to be able to balance both. You can't go yet. We gotta give you social socials. We gotta give you social socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We we gotta 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 give you socials. Life Tips Podcast, social media. There's a bunch of places you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Life Tips Podcast, on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast, and even our brand new Instagram page, Life Tips Podcast. I've been waiting so long to tell you about that. You can also go to our website, www.anchor.fm backslash life tips and continue listening to us there and you can also listen to us on apple google spotify breaker overcast and so so many more platforms rate and review give us your feedback If you want to follow me on social media, I have a Twitter account. It's at auth underscore gen underscore person. That stands for authentic, genuine person. Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker underscore orator Nate. And also on Facebook as the wise orator. So there you go. That's all the spots you can find us spots you can find me look forward to hearing from you